0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Welcome back,
0: everyone. Welcome Here we are back this week on...
1: See, missing. I can't, I
0: can't. Just stop. you it. can't, you just absolutely have to turn to face There's me. There's a camera no, and I can like, You have to turn to face me because we. I can't have this. We're not on a chat show. I'm not on Ellen right now.
1: No, can oh. you? Just right. be normal. I am. I'm just,
0: just joking because it's okay. okay. funny. Um. Okay, okay, so this week we're going to talk about something which, whoa, the nostrils are <laughs> you, <laughs> you haven't even told me
1: what we're going to talk about. Yes, I have. I am in as much suspense as the audience.
0: So the concept of live and let live.
1: Yikes. What does that (laughs) even mean? (laughs) Yikes. Okay, well, tell me uh, why that came up for you at this time.
0: Okay. So you remember how I was saying a while ago, maybe a couple months ago, that I've had to give myself a lot of grace during this time and I've had to give other people grace and everyone's just doing their best and blah, blah, mm-hmm. So that kind of is a part of it. And it came up because I was speaking with somebody and talking about family stuff and you know, a few things about your family, family stuff, <laughs> your family. Yeah. Um, and basically...
1: I know things about your family that you probably don't even know about your family.
0: And I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like this one I'm, time? No. Your dad? No. What, oh. I know enough already. Okay. I don't need any more of that <laughs> information. That's so yeah. like when I told my sisters not to do 23andMe, because I'm like, if there's another child out there, I don't want to know. I'm good. There's already too many of us. And... We have our issues already. So many. I'm not trying to. If I found
1: out I had another sibling, my well, I wouldn't be able to count on ten hands anymore.
0: Ten hands. I mean, ten (laughs) ten fingers. You know what? It's been a long week, all right. (laughs) Um. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah.
1: Okay, okay. So, family. Yeah, we both. Yes, we both.
0: And just
1: we both specifically with
0: my mother. You know, me and my mom do have a really good relationship, and. She's an unbelievably sweet woman and lovely, and you know, she's beloved, people love her, and she's really good and really kind. And she's very, my mother is very naive and childlike, and it's re- a really sweet thing about her in many, many ways. It's like great and really, really sweet. And then there are ways in which it gets her into hot water and has done throughout her life because she's so trusting. And she's so kind and so giving that Mm -hmm. people see that. And, of course, they just completely take advantage of her. My frustration comes with that whole situation. And this is why it came up, because I was talking to somebody about it. Why can't she see? I don't understand why my mum can't see that this is what these people do. Or this is how life is. Or, you know, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I'm always trying to fix things with her. Well, let's tidy your room. Or let's clean out the shed. Or... You know, whatever it is. And it was said to me like this. Can you imagine a world where you completely let go of everyone else's shit entirely?
1: Whoa.
0: And this person said to me, I am in my, you know, whatever, 60s. And it's taken me until now to learn that lesson. And I wish that it hadn't. And, he's, and he said to me, really sit there and think about it. And I did. And it felt so nice to think about completely letting go of everyone else's shit. Their own things that I want to fix about their lives or mm. make better or all of those things. And guess what? That's my ego mm. going in. Well, I know better. I know what you should be doing. And I think we, that we need to do this X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. And it is so a part of me. I'm such a mother hen. And I'm such a, come in, come here, let me bundle you up and it's okay, I'm gonna take care of you. You know how I do this. I go into people's lives and I sniper out the bad guys and I go, come on. Okay, on your way. Mm-hmm. Well, am I just gonna do that for us? I have so much energy. And it's a nice yeah. thing, it's a nice thing about myself in moderation, but I don't want that to be like the plot of my life.
1: Yeah. As always, the second you said it like that, I see that in my own week since I saw you last, that has been a major theme. There you go. But I hadn't realized it until you put it so clearly. So I had dinner with my friend the other night, and we hadn't seen each other. She's she's the one that I mentioned sent me that beautiful text, and she was yeah. like, "We, I love you even though we don't speak very often. Mm-hmm. So she's been in New York working on a television show. We finally saw each other and she's going through a really difficult loss with someone she loved very much. And she was saying, she gave me this, this analogy of them being side by side at two canvases and they're painting. Mm -hmm. And she says, let's paint. It's going to be really fun. And they sit with her and they say, okay, but I don't know how to paint. And she says, oh, okay, well, I'll teach you here. Here's the brushes. The small one does this. The big one does this. Here's your colors. If you mix this color you'll and this color, you'll get this color. So, okay, good. You're good. Okay. And then she goes to paint her canvas and he goes, oh, I don't know what to paint. Uh, okay, well, what, what do you want to paint? You know, well, I don't know. Can you just... Can you do it? it for me? And she goes, Okay, fuck. So she paints his canvas. And then he goes, I don't want to paint anymore. And he gets up and leaves the canvas. So now she's stuck with his painted canvas that she has done. And her canvas is blank. And he's pissed off. And he's mad at her because she forced him to paint. And when she said that, I thought, Oh my God, we do that all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, like I feel like probably most people do all the time and I think it's so exhausting women especially women especially I think we are very trained to do it
1: yeah yeah very um, trained
0: and you society know, trains you, you to do that and you're mothering and yeah you're caretaking okay are you or are you enabling yeah are you getting in the way actually getting of this person's journey and that, and that's what, how it was said to me was could you imagine a world where you didn't do this and can you trust that this is your mother's path and these are the lessons that she needs to learn. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh mad did that, that have have an answer? answer or are we not there yet? Um, so I have to think about that, but the feeling I had when he said to me, Can you imagine it? was such a nice feeling that I want that feeling all the time. Because it was just an exercise, so I was just, like, play, make-believing. I could imagine it. But it felt really good.
1: It is a nice feeling. I just was do, uh, imagining it as you said it, as we're sitting here. And it's, oh, it's so peaceful. It's so peaceful. It's so light.
0: Resting. Yeah, yeah. Resting? Yeah. Just easy. Restful? It, easy. Yeah. <laughs> easy. Centered, easy. And the other thing he said to me was... Oh. Even though you're coming from a good place, when you rush in like that and you try and fix things for your mother, what you're doing is you're telling her she's wrong constantly. Mm. That everything about her is wrong. The way she's got her room is wrong. The way she's lived her life is wrong. The way she's, You're telling her she's wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. Mm. As a result of that, she's going to be defensive constantly. mm mm-hmm. And we're just using the example of my mother. There is no significant event that has happened. It's just an ongoing theme in my life with her. But that obviously got me really thinking about so many other things and so many other relationships and so many things in my life right now. And obviously, with my energy being so limited at this time, I so have to take Every output into consideration. Do I have the energy for this? Yeah. And the bandwidth, and that got me looking at a lot of other things in my life, basically, and a lot of other people, in a lot of situations. And you know, we all know that with grief, people act crazy. We all know this. Yeah. Everyone goes cuckoo bananas. Like yeah, they I'm really do. A stuffed animal cat for you, two weeks. Yeah, you've You're such a bitch. The things you've
1: been posting about my grief.
0: I asked your permission.
1: <laughs> well, they don't need to know that. It's more entertaining <laughs> if they think that you're just... That
0: I'm wretched to you. That you're just
1: teasing me in my moment of deepest pain. No,
0: that was me outing myself as a horrible bitch that I am. Have I laughed at you once? Yes. In so all the... Lot- times, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> bitch um okay so oh anyway, god anyway no people
1: what? do crazy things when, when they're grieving. in grief people do crazy things when they're not in grief but when they're in grief especially
0: you know and as you know there have been some crazy things going on yeah and <laughs> how's your did your uh black opera gloves arrive yet <laughs> some crazy would you order a cape no a uh, veil. It's oh, like twenty it, foot long. Did it come? Yeah. Veil, yeah, twenty feet long. It's so long, and black opera gloves, and they look amazing. So we, I cut this out of last week because I felt very vulnerable and exposed. But basically, for my grief shoe, I may have ordered a couple of things. And I'm sorry I brought it out. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so they came. Annabelle, I, I, I love that you on, did that. No, I put them on. And I walked through my sister's house to her office and I said, Sarah, she's like, yeah. She's so sick of me at this point. (laughs) Um, And I walked in and she just sat back in her chair and looked at me and she went, no. (laughs) She went, no, this, you're not doing this. And I was like, well, everyone I told this week said yes. I was like, okay, bitch. Yes, I am. I was like, what do you mean no? And obviously at this point, as soon as I see the reaction, I'm like, I've got to know more. So I really kept a straight face. I'm like, what do you mean no? And she's like, this, like, we need to call Jeff, my therapist. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, we're like, we need to call Jeff. This isn't okay. Okay. And I was like, like, what's not okay about it? I said, what if I just sat in my room in this and like read a book? That wouldn't be okay. It's 20 feet long. You have to walk down the street. Maybe Which I will. You did. Maybe <laughs> so. Maybe I will. Anyway, so I, so I was like, so if I just like wore this around the house, it wouldn't be okay. Like just seeing how she would react. And she's like, absolutely not. She's like, this is so inauthentic and weird. Uh. And you need to take it off and i was like it's for my grief shoot she's like what do you mean she doesn't listen to the podcast oh what do you mean the grief shoot and i'm like and then i explained it to her and she started bawling she when i said it's like a it's like a baby birth shoot pregnancy shoot but it's for death and she just what, started like crying laughing <laughs> and she was like okay well when you explain it like that it makes sense oh, and then my- she was like I want you to walk along in it and you should be naked and I'm like thank you thank on my fucking page <laughs> right now Exactly. Yes, so and then I explained to her like my contact and everything which is private we won't discuss that here um but but it arrived and then you know obviously i thought it was going to be this like big moment but i just got it from amazon you know and yeah. like i opened it and then already it had dog hairs all over it and i was just like for fuck's sake this was meant to be a really like cinematic beautiful moment and i'm wearing sweatpants and a fucking black veil covered in dog hair and I just shoved it back in the bag and just was like... You're going to need a lint roller. Get me out of here.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, um, well, the bottom line is we do do crazy things when we are grieving. And not just me.
0: Of course not Everyone you. is being crazy. Everyone. A lot of people are being crazy. And, yeah. And I'm getting... I get wrapped up in it. Yeah. I was literally talking about it this morning with my friend. And I was like, I have to let this go. It's driving me crazy. And it's got nothing to do with me doesn't affect my life in any way whatsoever literally f- affects nothing in my life. So why can I why is it so in my core? like why am I just like working it out so wound up by some of these things? You know, and people's things in general. And there were a lot of things that came up this week. Another friend of mine was talking to somebody about getting therapy. And we were talking about therapy-resistant people. Mm. And, you know, I had to really look at my reaction to that. Which, for me, is... I took myself off to therapy when I was 14. um, Sorry, 15. And I've been in therapy on and off ever since. And I've been in therapy since my dad died. Since the year after my dad died, basically. So I've now been in therapy for, what, eight, seven, eight years consistently. And for me now, it's, I brush my teeth every day. I go for my walks and I exercise and I do my therapy. It's, it's eating a salad for my brain. Mm. <laughs> it's not, there's no stigma around it. There's nothing special or exciting or frightening about it. It's such a part of my personal hygiene, like mental hygiene that yeah. I don't even consider it. It's a non-issue to me. And it always has been, but now more than ever, having been in it consistently for eight years, it's, I couldn't get my head around then as a 16 year old, why people wouldn't take themselves off to therapy if you have a problem. If you have a headache that won't go away, what do you do? You go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. If you have a stomach ache, if you have a, a cavity in your tooth, you go to the dentist. What is this thing about yeah, people have so much ego about it. Not going to the therapist if you have an issue. It's just a doctor mm-hmm. for your brain. It's not. There's nothing special about you. Sorry. Yeah. You, there's, yeah. There's no.
1: Like, you're not. I know some people that won't even read a self help book.
0: <laughs> ego.
1: Yeah, it is ego.
0: But then. That's me being. Ah, there we go again. A hoity missy. There we go again. And going, well, it's ridiculous. Just for God's sake, get over yourself and take yourself off to therapy.
1: There we go again.
0: And I try. Thinking that we know what's best for
1: someone. You
0: try and persuade them. You try and.
1: Well, here's when you said that you might want to talk about live and let live, I thought, huh, what does that mean? I've always had confusion on that point point. and so you know me I started well, it's
0: black it's not black and white
1: it's not black and white yeah and I started researching and looking yeah. things up and thinking about it in my own life I see that I'm fine to say live and let live when it's a matter of somebody being gay or straight. Somebody wanting an abortion or not, somebody believing a certain religion, somebody wanting to be vegan. Hey, live and let live. But if it's something that my belief system deems as destructive or negative, I won't live and let live. I'll open my mouth and try to stop it. Yeah. So I realized that live and let live is based on my belief system of what I think is good or bad. So you're judging. So it's a judgment. So I don't know what live and let live means because it's based on each of our personal belief systems. Mm -hmm. So the thing to look at is our belief systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Because also I was taught this this concept a couple years ago that I believed for a while and now I'm questioning it. And it was... There are only two types of people in the world, constructive and destructive. Wow. And I don't know if I can get behind that anymore because I've been both. Mm -hmm. In the span of a day, I do destructive things and I do constructive things. Mm -hmm. So where does that leave me? Am I a constructive person or a destructive person? Both. We're both. Yeah. So this question that you posed this week, I hope gets other people thinking too, because to show up and talk about it, it's it, it excites me. I like when we talk about things that we're not really qualified to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting to me because we are qualified to talk about it because we're From human. All, I'm, yeah, From our own experience, experience, we are qualified to talk about it. We may not, you know, have MDs in psychology or psychiatry. Not yet. Not yet. But why not? Why not ponder it? Why not ask the questions and not really know the answers, maybe? We don't need to know all the answers right now, but it's... that's what we said
0: last week, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we did. Don't need to know everything.
1: Yeah. And I like, of course, that our episodes continue to bleed into each other. And this really does carry on from friendship and anger Mm -hmm. coming to the surface Mm -hmm. and posing these questions, taking a look at your belief system and, and seeing how you project that onto other people.
0: Yeah. I think for some people, the live and let live thing absolutely couldn't work. You know, I know for Ryan, it would be really, really hard because he was a fixer. He went in and he wanted to fix everything and make everything right and set everything straight and get everything on its way. Um, And he was trying to learn live and let live, but I don't know that he ever would have been able to Mm -hmm. actually live that fully. What do you,
1: I'm really interested in this because I want to know the answer. What do you think about what I just said of where do you draw the line? Where do you live and let live? And where do you decide, no, I won't allow you to do that?
0: Well, who are you saying that Where's to? Where is that for other, you? Other than your child, who are you saying that to?
1: Well, you're kind of like my child. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like other than your child, who in to the yourself. world can you say that to? No, say to your, ask
1: yourself, like, where is the line for you? What is live and no, let you're live? you're saying,
0: no, I will not let you do that.
1: But who are you saying that to? I would say that to someone that I think is doing something wrong. But you can't stop them. Like a murderer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, of course. of course. Or, or you're, gonna, or, you're or. just going to be like, oh, you're a pedo, live and let live, it's fine. But that's what I'm you saying, know, that's like, what I'm saying. Where yeah. do you draw the line? Okay, so live and let live and the belief system thing is really interesting. So the things that have been bothering me, whether it's in regards to my grief, world and situation and experiences um, and dynamics my mom you know things like this I really need to just live and let live and just be like if my mom takes this path and everything goes tits up again it's her lesson it's her life it's her journey it's her path and it's hard because I can't go into too much detail with certain things but you know, ultimately, these things aren't harming me and have nothing to do with me. Mm. It's not like it's you and you're saying to me, Annabelle, I've decided that tonight I'm going to go and I'm going to do um, crack cocaine. Mm. In which case I'd be like... Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, absolutely not. Right. But if you did it, you did it. Would we still... Get together next week and do the podcast. Yeah. When we talk about it. Yeah. It's not going to. There's no consequence other than me oh, saying it. Oh, it's
1: so hard. You know, and
0: here's the thing. I think that it, I think here's here's my approach. Say a friend is dating somebody that is like a trash garbage boy. This is such a common example. Okay. Everyone can relate to this. Okay. Trash. Yeah. Garbage boy sucks. The worst. Yeah. Just dimming her light. Just, just dragging her the down worst. Like puts her down in public yeah. spends her money Ew. lies garbage yeah. mm-hmm. I would say to my friend I would find a way in a moment and say hey I just wanted to check in with you about how you're doing you know how are things between you and Nigel you know and just ask questions not say I don't like him mm-hmm. this da da da, da. I'd ask a lot of questions. Are you happy? Oh, you're happy. Great. What kind of things do you guys do? What makes you happy? Do you... What do you guys do teamwork on? Do you collaborate? You know, you just ask questions to... to f- Suss the vibe, figure out... You know, and generally, there will be an opportunity for you to say, you know, I did notice this when we were at dinner the other night. Nigel said something a little... And... I could see that you were upset by that and I just wanted, to, did you want to talk about it? Give them the chance to talk about it. You know, I agree with you. I felt that that was a really unfair and un- unkind way to treat you. So that they know you're on their side. You're not shit-talking their person, but they have the opportunity to speak to you about mm-hmm. it and there's an open door there. But also, let them know what you think. I want you to be with somebody that talks to you really nicely and treats you really nicely. And you don't make it about Nigel. I want you to have the best partner who makes you feel like a million dollars, who, you know, if you want them to open the door for you, they open the door for you, who you have great sex with, who treats you really nicely, who loves you, all those things. That's what I really, really want for you. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that you want to say, I'm not saying that with Nigel, then you say it. But I think you really only do that maybe one time. Yeah. You have your one time that you say it and you make your case and you say your piece and you make it very clear where you stand and then you back off mhm and anything past that is kind of you're getting involved you're micromanaging all of those things and i learned that really really young with with a relation with a friends relationship mhm well with relationships you just never get involved in other people's relationships no, and you also can't. you I don't care how well you think you know somebody. You don't know what goes on in people's relationships. You don't. You fucking don't. And if I've learned that, my God, have I learned that mm-hmm. in my life.
1: I find when I've done what you're describing with a friend, it only takes saying it once. Yeah. And then from then on, they'll go, I, I know how you feel about Nigel. Yeah. I know, about, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what they do do is they keep coming back to mm-hmm. talk to you because yeah. you have held space for them yeah no judgment and then what i say is and then they'll go Oh, nigel and i broke up and then they'll stop talking to me because they're embarrassed and i'll say i say it up front actually in that conversation that you've said you have and that is if you go back to nigel
0: 10 times
1: I'll be here for you every yeah, time. Every time. I'll be here for you.
0: That's a friend's job. Yeah. You're not there to uh, lead the charge. You're there to pick up the pieces, basically. You I are. Think, as a friend. Yeah, you really are. You can see your friend fucking up. It's like a child. I or mean, they they, go. I mean is you that... got to let them fall. No, you do. Like, you know, a lot of parents will run and pick the kid up, it's going to fall. And some parents will let him touch let the hardware. Or, or, you know, the tooth will go through the lip or whatever it is because they've got to learn. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I think you're absolutely right. And I agree with that. I literally last week had this conversation with some women. Mm-hmm. Some women were like, they, "Like, we can't just stand by. This guy's trash. Duh, 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 duh. And one woman, one woman was saying what we're saying, which is like, you say your piece, you let it be known. And then you be the person's friend. And when it all fucking falls to pieces, You're there anyway, and you don't say, I told Told you so. so. Oh,
1: God, no. For
0: me, in my opinion, that's being a friend.
1: I agree. And guess
0: what you haven't done for the last four years while Nigel was fucking around on Susie is you haven't got exhausted by it. No. Because you haven't been in there meddling. You haven't been painting their damn canvas. No. Yeah. You just go, okay, Susie's fucking up, that sucks, she's exhausted, boundaries... Here's what I'm available for. Here's what I'm not available for. And when she does fall apart. You be there. You're there. And I think, I really think that that's what being a friend is for me personally.
1: I think in, so in too. My I think so too.
0: So where can I do that? In Where can I take that very universal very... I'm sure everyone kind of goes through shit like that. Everyone. And the mistake people make is the opposite of what you just said. Nigel's go, a piece of I shit. I hate Nigel. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, it, don't ever... If if you get back with him, I won't... You know, I'll kill you. No. You lose the friend lose the every friend. time. You lose the
0: friend. Yeah. Every time you lose the friend. You know, and you... Your friend not only is now in a shitty relationship with Nigel, she doesn't have her friend. Exactly. You know? And it's it's kind of a, it's a lose-lose for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to have the restraint to do it sometimes. You know, and I'm not saying you sit and you let stuff happen. I'm not saying you sit and, you know... Yeah, and she's got black eyes all the time. You're going to have to kick it up a notch. Yeah, that's a different situation. I mean, even at the dinner table, I think if one of my friends was talking to their partner badly, I would probably, I wouldn't want to humiliate the person at the table. Mm -hmm. But I think I would probably feel the need to interject in some way. Yeah. Whether it's to deflect the energy or be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, you know, just something. It's just kind of how I am. Yeah. But I'm not going to condemn anyone because then immediately you're you're making it an us against them situation and all of this shit. Exactly. And like you said, you lose the friend every time. Yeah. Well, okay, so how do we then take that and how do I I back off? How do I Nigel the situation with my mom? How do I Nigel (laughs) the situation with, you know, this grief world that is happening? You know, how do I Nigel a lot of things? It's really, really an interesting one, and it, and I think you're right. It's it's rooted in beliefs, and it's about what you think is right and wrong, and what you think is healthy and unhealthy, and all those things. And ultimately, I think most people are so set in their beliefs, so and they're set. so unavailable to think about things from the other side of the table because you don't
1: think that you chose that belief, but you did. We chose yeah. all our beliefs. Yeah. And you can unchoose it. It's it's being under a spell. Your yeah. set of beliefs is a spell that you've been under your whole life.
0: Yeah. Whether you put yourself under that spell or somebody else or like others. Others Um
1: and you, you can, can lift that anytime you want. But first, you have to recognize that you do have beliefs that are in place. People just go, "Well, that's just who I am. That's just me. That's my personality. I can't change." Well, we're not monkeys, and yes, we can.
0: Yeah, I mean, even fucking monkeys can change. Even monkeys can Jesus change. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I hate that. I can't. This is just who I am. Okay, yeah, to an extent. To an extent. But like, guess what? If who you are is a piece of shit, then maybe you need to fucking do something. If exactly. everyone around you is is having issues with you, and your life is not working. It's not working. What's the common denominator here?
1: Exactly. You
0: need to look at yourself. And I think yeah. this is something I would love to encourage in all people, in everyone in my life, and everyone I talk to, everything, is I never think that my beliefs are absolutely 100% correct. I am constantly, 100% of the time, open to there being other modes. Me too. I have never been... I don't believe in Christian God. But I will never sit here and say God doesn't exist because I don't know. I don't know either. I, I can't. I don't say understand how people say Jesus doesn't
1: exist. I don't or, understand or how you can say you don't know. No. You don't know anything. And I find that exciting. I love it. I find that so exciting. I love it. it would be such uh a, a boring, tiny life to think that your belief was a thousand percent correct and everyone else was wrong.
0: Think about all the things that we learn on this earth every year. Animals that we discover, places, um, archeological finds, all of these things. Oh my God. Numbers, uh, equations, chemicals, all of these things every year that we, that didn't exist a year ago and they, d- they didn't exist. They weren't real. You're crazy, that's not real. Okay, well, a year later, Now it's
1: a scientific fact. And that's actually insanity to sit and be rigid with your belief when new information comes in.
0: Every second of every day, new information comes in. And
1: think about your beliefs five, ten, one year ago. Yeah. You're not the same person. So how can you say this is who I am? I remember my grandmother at the end of her life, 97 years old. And I said something to her about a deep, dark secret that my family has harbored for all these years. Talking to my grandmother about that incident at the end of her life, she totally denied it. And I was so shocked because I expected her to have this big awakening at the end of her life, finally be able to come to terms with what had happened And it was the opposite. She was so stuck in the way she saw it and her denial of it. And I was, my mouth was open in shock. And she said something. My grandmother was the best. I'm not condemning her in any way. But she said something really interesting. And she said, I am the way the good Lord made me and I am never going to change. But she was a little (laughs) more country than that. I am the way the good Lord made me and I ain't going to change. Love that. And I thought. No, you're not. <laughs> wow. I kind
0: of love that. I kind she of, was
1: so happy about
0: it. Yeah, I she of, was proud. I mean, listen, I kind of love it, but it's not something I would choose for myself. You know? Yeah, I'm not built that way. I'm a. We're, you and I are seekers. Yeah. We're questioners.
1: Yeah. We want answers. We want new information. Yeah. We, we want to expand.
0: I want my ideas to be challenged.
1: My yeah. beliefs
0: to be challenged. Most people don't. To most people, I think that is unbelievably terrifying. But, you know, I would encourage everybody to really allow themselves to be challenged with things that are really hard for them to get their head around. Like Trump, for instance, a very challenging and confronting person Mm -hmm. leading into Biden and Kamala Again, very challenging and confronting in many ways for a lot of people. COVID 19, very challenging for people. Mm-hmm. We're challenging a lot of belief systems and structures here. You know, everything that we thought was a fact before the pandemic has been proven not to be a fact. Not everything, but for <laughs> instance, Ivy League schools were not available online. Well, you just proved to us that everyone can have an Ivy League education. So, if there's a kid in Africa that can't afford to come to Harvard, we've just been proven that she can, as long as she has an internet connection. Mm-hmm. So, you can never tell us
1: that it's not possible again. And in my industry, you can never tell us again that you can't book a series regular from a Zoom audition, that you have to never be in the room. Again. That you have to be in the room to have chemistry with somebody.
0: Never again. <laughs> you can never... Well, here, I don't want to go... to too deep on this i mean i do but i don't know if if you or other people are available for this like for me personally during the last year my beliefs in the systems the government and our societal structures they were already i was you know i was already a little questioning of Mm -hmm. things well now i have no trust in in any of it i don't know i've got no trust in it and i think Even very straightforward, normal people have lost trust.
1: I'm actually disgusted. Um, I'm having such a hard time.
0: Yeah, it's it's all really hard. And I think that our belief systems have been shattered. Yeah. And I think that if you can't have the experience that we've just had, socially politically financially physically physically if you still now on the uh, on this side of the pandemic that we're at still cannot sit stay the same as you were your beliefs be challenged you are asleep you are sleeping wait it's time wiki time well that's what the mom went off yeah 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah the building's been evacuated the
0: building has Get been burned to the ground
1: that's what you see. I think that's why there's so much <sighs> from people is because they're being so challenged and they can't handle it. Yeah, it's it And it is in certain parts of the country and the world.
0: Yeah. More than others. Town, yeah.
1: Where there's just this 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 desperation to be right.
0: Everyone's got right. yeah. to be right. Everyone's got to have their beliefs be right. And I think I used to be so like, so liberal, so feminist, so uh, so woke, so all these things. And the last 18 months has exhausted me beyond belief. Trump's presidency exhausted me beyond belief because at first I was shocked by him, you know, and it's, yeah. it went from me being shocked by the right. Swung all the, ra- all the way around to me being shocked by the puritanical left, which is where we are now. The left has become unbelievably uh, <laughs> demented. Self-important. Just demented. It's just people have lost their fucking minds. So now I'm just like neutral on everything. I have noped out of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I have noped out the whole thing. I mean, I listen, I'm, I'm still like very engaged con- in it. Well, I am the too. I'm observing. I, I am... Really interested in it from like a social and emotional and philosophical perspective, psychological as well. I love analyzing all of it, mm-hmm. but I don't have any other investment in it either way. I'm not going to sit here and say to you, someone is good and someone is bad in this arena.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to say to you there are things I don't like about either and both and whatever, but I'm not going to sit here and and say either because from what I'm seeing, everyone is trash. Yeah. and I'm ashamed of everyone. We've been dragged through it. And also here's, here's the other thing. I said this different on the other day. It's very easy when you're in America. They really like to whip you up in this country. Don't forget this is just one country in the world. America isn't the world, people. Sorry, Americans, but... You guys aren't the world. I I find people here all the time going, oh, the world, everything's gone so wrong. And it's just like, no, just in this country, every other country has its own issues. Mm -hmm. Just because yous have Trump and Biden and Kamala, it doesn't mean the rest of the world's in a shambles as well. Sorry, it just Mm -hmm. doesn't. It doesn't. You know, I think it's so easy to become, like, end of days about things. So that has been another big lesson in me going live and let live. Mm-hmm. Because I've got family members that are Trump supporters. Me too. I've got family members that are um, love Joe Biden and me Kamala too, Harris. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. You're never going to catch me on either side of that. <laughs> me you know, like, you're never going to catch me in either of those parties. And um, like you said, no ping out of it, but also live and let live. You want to love Trump? You want to do MAGA twenty twenty four? You go, baby. You want to do, you know, eight years of Biden Harris?
1: Yeah,
0: go for it. It whatever you want to do. Is, is yeah, is your vibe at the end of the day? I think. Most people's lives, unless you're having your civil liberties taken away from you, like which what we saw in the Trump administration, people's civil civil liberties were taken from them. We're going to see a different kind of that, a a more veiled version of that, I think, in the Biden and Harris presidency. Definitely more veiled, but it's happening already. Yeah. And, you know, we can get mad about both, but it's going to happen either way. Yeah. People are gonna suffer under any person that is attracted to being in at that level of power. I don't trust any person that wants to be the president. Sorry, I don't trust any person <laughs> I think you have to be crazy. I don't trust rich people. I don't trust See, <laughs> you are a rich person. No, no, I mean like anyone that's like really, really rich. Nobody needs to be this rich. And you're gonna tell me every decision you made was the was the right decision. You that's what you're gonna tell me <laughs> to get to that point. So, anyway, this anyway, a political ramble. Well, here's, Live and
1: let live. Well, here, I want to say something about that that has been my way to stay sane. I have always never posted things along with everyone else. Like anything that happens socially, I don't post about it. Yeah, because everyone's nuts. <laughs> I love us all, okay? But we're all fucking nuts, no matter what side you're on. Yeah. I see such a rat race in front of me. And I don't mean that to alienate listeners or put myself above anyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying all of us are in a rat race. And we have to be very careful. Mm-hmm to do our research and know the context of Uh, what we're saying and what we're lending our voice to. What do you believe? What are you standing for? Mm You see a hundred other people post something. You go, oh, it's oh to uh, that's, you. that must be right. I like it. I love that. Yeah, I love that meme. I can post that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah but do you, do you really know, what, do you know what's what going on behind around, the yeah. scenes? Do you know what you're actually talking about? And the answer is no, none of us do. Well, we never so do. At,
0: for instance, with the Derek Chauvin case. So Derek Chauvin's gone down for first, second, third degree manslaughter and murder and a bunch of other shit, rightly so. Hope he fucking rots in jail. The same day, a cop fucking executed a 13 year old girl. It's like, they're giving you one thing with one hand and they're taking from you with the other hand. And they
1: distract people over here while doing this over here. There's, what's that quote? Like when you stay silent, you are enabling the perpetrator.
0: Yeah. Silence is violence. Silence is violence. I. Why silence is violence?
1: Uh, sometimes, see, that's the thing that'll fuck with me. It's like, oh, if I don't post a black square yeah. to support Black Lives Matter, I'm part of the problem. Am I, though? Of no, course I, I mean, believe Black Lives Matter. I always have. <sighs> but do I need to post it on my Instagram? No, I don't.
0: That was a big lesson for me. The black square was my final... Was the final blow of me t- participating in any of it. I'll post if a kid goes missing. Listen, I'm always gonna give, I'm a black supremacist. I'm always gonna give like preferential time and attention to black people when it comes to a cause of any kind. If a black boy in London goes missing, I'm gonna post about it because. He's not going to get the police time and tension. He's not going to get the money behind him. Look at Madeleine McCann. They've been searching for that kid for however long. Absolutely. You know, like I, I agree. The government will get behind you. So I'm always going to do that. But the black square was like the final bl- blow for me. I woke up the next morning and I felt like such a fucking idiot because we plugged up the algorithm. We wiped out the history of Black Lives Matter. Hashtag. Not everyone's going to like what we're saying. But that's too fucking bad. Don't listen. I don't, literally, you don't have to listen. I'm just saying be awake, be aware,
1: know the facts, and don't feel pressured to do what everyone else is doing.
0: Question your own beliefs. Question your own beliefs. Do research. I'm not saying- Do research. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like a QAnon person, like, question everything. That's not what I'm saying at all. Some things, some things are facts and things are the way they are, but just make sure that you know what those things are. So, all that being said- (laughs) The way that this, this is... What are we talking about This is us going like, here's a little seed of it in our lives. And we're getting all mad. And we're like... (laughs) like, Everything makes us feel like this. It us feel crazy. But the point of it is in our own lives, in our own little myopic kind of worlds that we all live in is, like you said, be open to being challenged and challenge yourself And don't be afraid to challenge people around you, Mm -hmm. you know, to a point and then back off. Mm -hmm. Have the conversation. Mum, blah, 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 blah. This is bothering me. Can we fix this? No, I don't want to. All right. Would you like to have a cup of tea and go for a walk? Okay, cool. (laughs) Sounds good. You believe you want Trump 2024? Tell me about it. Okay. Here's why I think that's a load of shit. All right. Okay. Let's have a cup of tea and go for a walk. (laughs) wow
1: that's so funny it's so true
0: everyone has their own realities and everyone has their own we don't even see colors the goddamn same i know we don't even see colors the same (laughs) i mean what are you gonna do about it i know it's so it's it's wild it's so wild and it is so wild on the one hand and so simple on the other hand. Yeah. Life is not so complicated. It's so simple. It's really can It's be so simple, a lot it's difficult. Simple. Yeah, it <laughs> really is. Jeff said something to me so interesting. He said to me, Annabelle. I love that we're on a first name basis with your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, Annabelle, you wouldn't ask a nursery school student to go to university, would you? You wouldn't expect them to graduate from nursery and go off into university. And I was just like, because guess what? Some people are nursery school students from the day they're born to the day they die. Yeah. And we're
1: all there in many ways because someone could look, you know, I could look at your life. And see you in nursery school Uh in some aspects. You look at my life and Uh we do. We know we do this to each other. For each other, I should say. And we can see, because it's so much easier to see it in someone else. We can see where others are at a nursery school level. Expecting them to be at a university level
0: is insane. Not everyone can do what you do.
1: Not everyone can do what you do. They can do what they do. Mm-hmm. And they can do things that you can't do. Mm-hmm. So live and let live. That I understand. I understand it in that context.
0: Am I gonna be like, oh, there's a raper. <sighs> just, oh, I'll just
1: let him. You see, Annabelle's in uh, kindergarten with her spelling. Do the way See, rape. I could judge her right now or I could just <laughs> let her say it. Are you just spelling? It's not spelling dumb bitch, it's grammar. <laughs>
0: See, and I'm in preschool with my grammar. You see this? It's a mess. You know, there's lines to these things. I think we all know the difference between right and wrong. Do we? Well, I think I should <laughs> hope so. I should hope that you- That's being, what I'm saying though. It comes back to your a beliefs. pedo is wrong. Raping but is wrong. But you thinking
1: things are right or wrong is gonna be different from what I think is right and wrong. That's if the interesting thing. If you think
0: that raping and pedoing is fine, then tune out. Throw yourself off a cliff. You're a fucking piece of garbage.
1: Yes, we can agree on that. But like, tell me something simple that you think is wrong. Okay, like
0: Veganism
1: drives me crazy. <laughs> it drives me fucking nuts. I personally think veganism is wrong because I don't think it's the healthiest for your body.
0: I think you're wrong because... Every- <laughs> because I think you're wrong because everybody's body is different. Your ancestors are not the same as my ancestors. We need different shit in our bodies. So maybe being vegan is great for you, but maybe I need to eat raw meat once a week because my ancestors came from a place where that's all they had. That is science. Look at that, and
1: we're all walking around with these beliefs in our head that we have no idea why we feel that way, but we just have made up the answer for ourselves. Because I don't know if being vegan is worse for you than eating meat. I just made that up and chose to believe it. Every vegan I know is fat.
0: (laughs) And being fat is not healthy. If you wanna be fat, that's fine. But you're gonna get heart disease and other things. Down the line, diabetes. Are you though? I know some very healthy fat people who are old. You can't be healthy and fat. This is gonna, people are gonna hate <laughs> this. Eat is this. this is the worst controversial this is the worst episode. This is the most controversial episode today. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just saying it. I don't think you can be healthy. Well, that's anyway. why I said it's exciting to talk about these
1: things that we're not qualified to say, but yes, we are. Because we're humans. No
0: moral judgment on whether you're fat or thin or whatever you want to do. Zero. It's a health thing for me. Completely and utterly a health thing. And when I say fat, I don't mean plump or festively plump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Seasonally. I don't mean rotund. I don't mean a bit chunky. I mean fat, obese, obese, health hazard. You're going to get diabetes, your Mm -hmm. heart's struggling, your knees are struggling. You're hurting yourself. And I feel the same way about two skinny people. I knew a lady, family friend, vegan. So I didn't know one skinny vegan. Mm -hmm. Vegan, the doctor went to the doctor, teeth were crumbling, the hair was falling out, she felt like shit all the time, and the doctor was like, you got to stop. You are aging too quickly, this is not appropriate for your lifestyle, this is not appropriate for your blood type you gotta start eating meat. Sorry. You know, it's just, anyway, the vegan thing and the fat thing are two different things, but I just wanna be absolutely 100% clear there is no
1: moral judgment absolutely not
0: i do not care if you're fat i don't care if you're thin i don't care if you are gay i don't care if you're straight i don't care if you're trans i don't fucking care because i don't know you and it's got nothing to do with me it's not my problem (laughs) paint your canvas yourself paint paint your own canvas i can't Okay, paint your canvas, Jen. low BMI bitch. What's a BMI? Your body mass index. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what a calorie is. Okay, that's how pathetic my knowledge of food is. And also, is. you don't work out. You eat whatever you want, and you look like this. So I think that you should shut your face. Yeah, but <laughs> I
1: don't feel very well sometimes, so I need to handle my eating and. Do the research.
0: Wait, like what do you mean you don't feel well? Look,
1: I go through phases. There have been times where I've done cleanses where I'd stop eating sugar and I stopped eating bread. The worst- My
0: eyes are rolling out of the back of my head.
1: The worst mistake I made and no one told me. Well, I didn't do the research to find out about it, but I stopped eating bread. Sugar and I stopped caffeine all at the same time. I
0: did that because I I almost died. I had a pussy infection, and they were like, "You have to." (laughs) You went to (laughs) those lengths. It couldn't. The medicine wasn't working. The medicine wasn't working. The doctor was like, "Huh? You need to change everything." (laughs) Jesus Christ! You need to strip the innards.
1: Yeah, I almost died. I was in bed for a week, and I I was so sick that I was sitting up sleeping. Oh, you're weak. I'd been sleeping for you a week weak. straight and I it hurt so bad that I was sleeping sitting up because I couldn't lay down anymore because I had like bed sores.
0: Oh, for God's <coughs> sake, the drama of it. <laughs> I was anorexic for years and I was fine. Well, that one week for me was
1: very, very- From a week? And drag myself to the bathroom. <laughs> Lucy. I'm never going on a diet again. Get
0: a grip. What if you have to be skinny for a role? Skinny. Well, I don't know. I'll just CGI. (laughs) Yes. It's 2021. There is CGI for that stuff. I remember when I was in the throes of my eating disorder. Do you remember, sorry, just (laughs) having a flashback. You remember Twilight films? And you know when she's pregnant with his vampire baby and she's, like, lying on the bed? Don't remember that, but it sounds great. And they, like, CGI her and the baby's taking up all of her energy and, like, and she becomes emaciated. I remember looking at her and just being like, wow, she looks great. I'm just going to leave that one there. I'm going to keep moving. Um. Look, anyway, look, here's the point. There's different levels of it. My belief system is, if I don't know you, I don't give a fuck about what your problem is. Do what you want. <laughs> be fat, be thin, be a woman, be a man, be rich, be poor. Be Christian, be, be Buddhist, be... be a be, Jew, I don't care. Just be happy, be nice. healthy, be nice. And... I'll try and help you if I can, if you have a problem. <laughs> Those I'm, people aren't coming to you. No, I'm just saying, I'm not like, I'm not like a libertarian. I'm not like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not like saying like, you're not my problem. I'm just no, saying no. like, I don't care genuinely. You know, I don't Yeah. I don't. I think this is an interesting conversation for another reason as well because I think it goes on to like you know how in universities now they can't have like debate conversations because people are triggered and their feelings are hurt. I didn't know that. That's absolutely insane. It's terrifying. For me it's terrifying because a lot of kids are going to be going into the real world that we all live in and they're not going to know about things because they've been so protected and that ties into
1: the the conversations we've had about using language about death and things yeah you're not helping people by wiping these things out they've
0: wiped out debates are you kidding not completely but like for instance you know the i think it's at oxford i could be wrong don't come for me this is the least of the things people are going to come for me on yeah. this episode. you worried about Oxford. I think she's a professor at Oxford, but she ended up having to have security because she does like feminist literature, I think, and whatever, feminist history, feminism, something. And she has what are considered controversial views about trans things, gender politics, gender identity, sexuality, all these things. And... It, I don't think that it's even necessarily that she has um, challenging views about it. It's that she's open to having the discussion. Mm. She wants to have a discussion. Are trans men men?
1: I want to sign up for her class. You know,
0: um, is it ethical to... I don't know. Right, right. I I wasn't there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But she became so badly attacked at the school that they started having to have security for her at her talks because she was just getting like bombarded by people being like, you're not allowed to talk about this. And it's like, I absolutely think that, and this is what I'm saying about be open to having your beliefs challenged. I think that it's really important that even if you strongly disagree with somebody, you you have the conversation because I think there's stuff to learn Changing somebody's mind is not going to happen. That's a total waste of your energy. Mm -hmm. But I think that we need to be able to be big boys and girls and have tricky conversations. Mm -hmm. Hear people out and then go, you know what? That's your vibe. Live and let live.
1: Let's have a pizza now.
0: You want pizza? I want a cup of tea. (laughs) So in summary, let me just look at my notes. This has been one of my cocaine episodes where I'm like –
1: Just like crazy. I I didn't expect to talk about any of this today and it's great stuff we're saying. Again, I want to remind everyone I am not saying these things, I'll speak for myself, as an expert at all, just me, just me with my experience, you know, pondering what this all means.
0: We are dumb bitches. We know nothing. We know nada. We literally know nothing. We are just here to have a cup of tea, have a little chat. That's it. Okay, well, we'll see you next week if we haven't been cancelled. Yeah, if uh, we're still here and you're still here, love you, love you. When you were young
1: and your heart was an open book, you used to say, "Live and let live." You know you did. You know you did. You know you did. But if this ever changes. we live in makes you give in and cry, say live and let die.